Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name is Clive and I'm joined by my co-host, Ricky. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Uh, I've got a couple of guests on with us tonight. We have a friend returning to the show, Mr. Darren Kirkby. Hello, sir. Hello. It's like I've never been away. No. Last time you were on didn't go so well for you, but we hope to get some frivolity back onto the airwaves tonight well that's why I dragged my, my co-host with, at Badlands with me I'm trying to get him out into these this podcasting scene, get his, his name about and it's it's taking a while it's, but he's, he's, he's doing it kicking and screaming well, <laughs> what better way to do it than on the, the best um, podcast in Western Bartonshire in Scotland so welcome to the show uh, Mr. Paul Tully, Tully, how are you, sir? Oh, thank you. Thank, thanks for having me on. It's fa- fantastic. I'm, fe- I'm feeling good. I, I'm just disappointed I didn't see uh, see Darren's pain firsthand, but hopefully we'll see a bit more tonight. Probably will. Probably will. <laughs> so, Darren, the last time, well, the second last time you were on, when it wasn't the quiz duties, can you remember? One of the last things you said when we were talking about NXT TakeOver 25 and we said, what do you see will be happening for the future? I can't remember what happened (laughs) and the last podcast I recorded and that was about three or four days ago. uh, I probably said it's going to go to TV sooner rather than later or something to that effect. It was roughly that. Basically saying it's going to be recognised officially as a third brand and it will get all the the bells and whistles to go with it. And Lolton... A certain startup company have filed and WWE have decided to fire some back and we have the shocking news of the... We can get into that later if you want. in with the heat. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to do a fancy intro for it. But basically NXT have moved or will move to the USA Network on Saturday the 18th of September and will be... No, not Saturday. Why did I even say the word Saturday there? Eh... Two hour show. Wednesday. Wednesday, as it usually is. Uh, Four weeks a day. So, what are your thoughts, Darren? Uh, I just call me Mystic Mega Support. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I think it were already coming. I don't. I think AEW's had a bit of an influence, but I think it was going to happen with the new TV deals. WWE were getting. They had to provide more content. It's just AEW have, have basically forced the hand almost. Uh-huh. Paul? Well, firstly, I think it's a, a fantastic move for NXT itself. Um, they certainly deserve it after kind of you know years of fantastic work. Now, mm-hmm. um, my my main concern about it is you've got now got three, it was six, eight. It'll be eight hours of WWE on mainstream TV. I don't, I don't know how many people have the time to consume all that and kind of engage with it in the numbers that mm-hmm. the WWE are looking for and the and USA Network and Fox are looking for. It's one of those ones that, although I'm not emotionally affected by the news, I'm still not sure on which side I'm on for it, whether, I, whether I'm happy with it or not, because there are pros and cons, personally, as a consumer, which might come to light further down the line, especially for us who are on the UK shows. What about you, Ricky? What are your thoughts about it? Um, <clears throat> initially... Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me that on the USA Network. I couldn't care less about that. Um, the whole ratings thing going up against AEW, couldn't care less. Um, like you say, it's it's what may happen if they eventually do take it off the network. I was quite surprised that to see them say it's going to be on the network at the exact same time. Um... But like I said, Dan says, eventually it's going to come off it, and that's when it's going to affect us. And obviously with um, Raw and SmackDown moving over to BT Sports next summer, I think it is, you would imagine if it was to come on TV over here, it's going to be on BT Sports. Um, And if you already have BT Sports, then great. I I do, so then moving over to Raw and SmackDown, moving over to BT Sports doesn't affect me that much. Um, Yeah, initially, like I said, it's... For us over here in the UK, I don't think it has an impact at all in terms of it going over to USA. The thing, I don't know if I have an issue with it as yet, as it's going to two hours. Um, Paul says what um, what we're looking at here, uh, seven hours now of uh, wrestling on. Too, too many and then to if you throw in, And then you throw in the hour of NXT UK and two five, you get nine hours there. Um I've, I've often said less is more. I felt that applied perfectly to NXT. Um, but on the flip side, flip side, we went a long time without seeing Keith Lee. Uh, when was the last time we saw Kushida? When was the last time we saw um, several other people as well? Um, so uh, it could work out that way, but the problem is once you move over to USA Network, you're now not only answering just a kind of one person, you're answering to that network. And that network will have certain demands and expectations and they'll say, well, why can't we have this happening or why can't we have this person shown? And I know I saw people kind of tweeting out saying, oh, well, Brock Lesnar's coming to NXT kind of thing, but <laughs> now that is far-fetched. But you know the people at USA Network are going to want some, are going to have some kind of influence on it and that is when it will affect us as consumers. The product itself could may not be as, as good as it is right now. I would personally, it peaked uh, in 2018 
with all the tag matches that the Undisputed Era were having, Alistair Black at his prime, Gargano and Champa, Velveteen Dream, that was a golden age for personally, and it has waned a wee bit since then, but what I'm worried about with the two hours thing, now, I get two hours, it seems like it's a breath of, like, they're able to take a breath now, and they're able to have all these different wrestlers on, but you're talking maybe 20-30% of the show that they have, those wrestlers are green, and they hammer home that it's a developmental brand. So if we're going to see them exposed, it's a baptism by fire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be a case of a lot of what-ifs until it actually happens, until we see the product. It's going to be a what-if Vince takes over, what-if Triple H has not got the power, what-if USA made demands. And we're not going to know that until September the 18th. Uh, For me, I think it's needed uh, some more time for NXT. I think they've got... They get to the point where the roster, uh, the roster is as bloated as the main roster. Yep. So there's there's people who you you're not seeing like like Ricky said you're not seeing Keith Lee for almost a month at a time. So hopefully they'll they'll have the time to to showcase these talents. My concern would be if they start bringing in more and more talent and and the same talent go by the wayside. I think what we've seen recently. Over a year ago, I had said they need to stop bringing in this talent. They've just got too many, and they're bottlenecking in an attempt to get to the top spot of NXT, which was not not held hostage. But Gargano and Champa were there for a long time, and the the most recent crop, I would say, it's only really been Matt Riddle who's risen to the top out of that lot, because the rest of them have just they've just been there, but they've not done much. And as you say, Keith Lee, almost non-existent at the moment, and he's, I don't know enough about this, um, Damien Priest, but a clean win over Keith Lee, that surprised me. It just seems like what's going on at the moment, it's a good thing that they're going to show these extra wrestlers who deserve the chance, but there's a possibility that the developmental, the, the your, um, Marina Shafirs of the world are going to be, oh, they'll have a bad time of it. <laughs> I think she'd have a bad time with no matter what program she's on, though. <laughs> uh, this, I think this is why we're going to see a push for that uh, NXT Canada, NXT Japan. I think they're going to end up being the development. I think NXT UK is going to end up being like a development for NXT, which will then be like the the step up point for main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, I under- I'm not sure if you do, but I know the podcast you're on. Five Nerds Go, there are a few Progress watchers on there. Yeah, yeah, we've got a, a couple of the avid Progress fans, mm-hmm. one year one, who's a season ticket holder of Progress. And uh, Progress actually tweeted out, there's, they've got big things in the future, so do you think there's a, like, that's almost guaranteeing that the Progress, was it Progress? No, I'm wrong. Just forget that whole question, because it was actually <laughs> Evolve that said that. Well, <laughs> I think for sure pro- progress is in is in transit towards the WWE network, and now mm-hmm. NXT has moved mm-hmm. uh, has moved to TV from the network. They are going to need replacements, and I guess progress is going to be one of those replacements, um, yeah. along with I... Evolve. Um, we've seen Jim Smallman's uh, now resigned his post from Progress, mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of 
a lot of change imminent. They're coming up to chapter 100 as well, so that feels like a nice place to kind of put a put a uh, not not a full stop if you like uh, a comma in their <laughs> in their history. And um, so, yeah, so, then I think we'll see it move to WWE mm-hmm. Network. A time to start a new chapter, almost. Oh, oh yeah, missed an opportunity there, didn't I? <laughs> that's that's why we're a good team, you and I. <laughs> No, but a... I, I, I think you're right. I think uh, we, I, I think there's all, all this talk about WWE buying companies like Fat and then Gelve and and Progress. That's going to be like the almost replacement for NXT. I think I think we're going to see a lot of smaller promotions that are brought into this like WWE like developmental like brand almost and. That's going to be the payoff. We're going to end up with these smaller little companies, almost like a, a WWE version of Fat TV. Mm-hmm. We've also saw. I think we'll see. I think we'll see ICW on it as well because mm-hmm, they had yeah. a couple of videos up. They got taken down, I think, but there, there were some for a, a day or so. I I wouldn't be shocked to see OTT on there as well. Do you know? I would quite like that because of. I've not went out my way to watch it, but if it was handed to me on a plate, then I would definitely check it out. So there's been rumours as well, not rumours, fear-mongering, that a certain Vince McMahon will have his fingerprints all over NXT, what with the move. How how strongly do people believe that will happen? Personally. Um. I think he'll, I think he'll he'll want to know the the ins and outs almost because it's his brand. He's going onto a, a, a TV channel that he's worked with very very closely. But I don't think he's got the the time to be able to to be in charge of of NXT as well. Because mm-hmm. I said in the, that conference call a couple of weeks ago that he brought in Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff because he wants to step away from the weeds, so to speak. He's a busy man. We've seen today that there has been uh, tweets about the XFL teams. So he's going to be busy with that for the next few months. And they generally play on Wednesdays as well anyway. So do they? Yeah, well, they did do last time. All right. The last... I would would agree with Dallin. Um... Not so much that he'll take over the day-to-day running of it, um, but it will be a kind of, I want to know what's going on, keep me in a loop kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. like I said, he just, even if he wanted to, like, how how on earth could you have that much time to run Raw, SmackDown, NXT and the XFL? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm sure that at some point certain things, it just seems like a Vince McMahon type thing, and I'm sure he might have it might want to see certain things on it, but I think for the most part, it will still be Triple H running things. Um, so yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't envision Vince getting involved too heavily. Maybe at the start he might, but I, like I said, no one has that amount of time to oversee four kind of companies. Oh, it's not going to be as intensive as people think, but at the end of the day, it will have been Vince's signature on that contract. With USA, I don't maybe Triple H. I don't know how high up he actually is in terms of the business side of things for NXT, but Vince will have okayed all that. Yeah, yeah, Vince would have signed the deal. I, I hate to be the doom monger, but I think we will see him get quite heavily involved in NXT from from September onwards. Um, I think probably in hindsight that's why he's brought 
Bischoff and Heyman in to yeah. run Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown have their markets, uh, you know, their viewership nailed down. Um, Bischoff and Heyman know what they're doing. He can trust them, and he can uh, start really putting NXT up as a proposition against AEW because the, you know, this this is into Bay Network. It, mm-hmm. it is it is to fight the war, if you like. Um. <laughs> I, I I want to follow on from that. So uh, I think first of all. There's been two, there's been one failure straight away that they went on three weeks, is it, before AEW debut, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that. I would have done it the other way around. I would have went on after AEW. And I think there's no way, certainly in the first few months, that they're going to be able to compete with AEW in terms of the ratings over there. There's too much buzz, too much excitement for AEW over there, I think. Um, I don't agree. I, I think I, I, I do. I think, I think AEW. I'm not going to say that that they're going to wipe the floor with etc. Because I don't really know what the expectation, what people think AEW is going to get over there, like rate, uh, viewership wise. But I certainly think those first few weeks, I think you will see AEW kind of being like a clear winner. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have done it that way. I would have waited to see what AEW have to offer the first few weeks, and then I would have come in because I feel like you could have built up even more after they've made their debut. <clears throat> Another thing, I again, none of us are American, so we kind of could have maybe they got rants or someone to answer it. I don't know what's more readily accessible: is it TNT or is it USA Network? I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty level. Um, right. uh, I spoke to a, a guy called Dave Pazewski and he said that, uh, NBC is like the big dog and then USA and TNT are kind of that level. So is it still like cable? Yeah. Yeah. So Like USA are part of like your basic cable package. Right. So it's not, no, it's not something like for us like that we pay a TV licence. And then automatically, if you have the TV in your house, you automatically get channels one to five. Yep. I don't think it's like that. I think you pay something on top of that. So you might need to get like you know we get like the basic Sky subscription, yeah, Sky One. And yeah, all so that it, might, it might be involved in that where you get Sky Atlantic, Sky One, etc. Yeah, but just going back to your point about uh, WWE making the wrong move coming at the exact opposite. I think this was the best move to do. I think get in there, lay your marker basically try and get a little bit of brand loyalty in before AEW drops um, and then basically you're setting the marker for AEW to say come on this is what we've done if you're going to beat us go for it and And there's there's an adage in business if you're not first you're last and WWE Mm -hmm. have certainly gone to going first I think see as well I've not read them but apparently there was a major plot uh, major plot development at last week's tapings for NXT, so that might tie in with a. Uh, does anyone know what that spoiler is at all? I know I, a spoiler, but I don't know that's the spoiler you're talking about. I've heard some spoilers, and would you say it is worthy of a big moment on their debut? Or is not it... that I've saw no. Right. I, yeah, I can't see. I couldn't link what happened in the spoilers to to the debut unless it's going to be about 
like starting with undisputed era, I suppose. I don't know. So I think I think Champa comes back on the on the debut episode though. He's he's out for I, I think that. He's out for And I think he though. takes a title from Adam Cole on that same night. Is, is he fit enough to? to no. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm working, and it's a kind of a big assumption that he is. He's been cleared to work. I don't. I like I said, I've not saw anything to suggest that he has or he hasn't. Um, but I think we see. I, I certainly see. I, we see his return anyway. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think uh, he champers there, stone cold. Uh, even if he's injured, they're going to have him on TV. He's he's the big one of the big stars, so he's definitely going to be there. If he's fit and healthy, yeah, going up against Adam Cole straight away that'd be a, that would be a big shot across the bow. I th- I think he's out for a long. Mm. No, I thought I saw. Th- I don't know. Not sure. I, I, I seem something big would happen, like the first big thing would happen on the first night AEW run. So you've got what three, three week build a storyline, mm-hmm. and then have a payoff the night AEW launch. I think, and like again, me and Clive have said time and time again, we couldn't care less about ratings. Because the ratings don't factor in us over here, obviously, right? And the ratings are skewed anyway, they're not an exact science. Exactly. And if people know how our ratings kind of things work, it's like an estimate or you're just basing it on like a small fraction kind of thing. Because it's like, it's not even... I never knew knew how it used to work and I kind of dug into how it goes. It's kind of like the base on like 100 people watching something, if 10% of 10 people of that 100 people are watching it, they multiply it by a certain amount and that kind of gives you an on average of up and down what the people in the UK are watching. So, but the thing with the, the ratings thing over there is that, I mean, you're never really going to get a true reflection of it because it's going to be on the network as well. So some people could watch it on USA, some could watch it on the network. Um, like I said, me personally, I couldn't care less that they're going head to head. Like, that just, I don't care. Um, the only- I'll watch both shows. Um We'll not be watching NXT live, so in that sense, it doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Watch it the next day. Um, yeah, man, like some people kind of get too worked up about it. Um, I'm kind of the complete opposite when it comes to stuff like that. I'm happy for it. I can't wait. I really can't. Mm. I think this is going back to when I was the most invested as a wrestling fan when we had the heart of the, the Monday Night Wars and you were channel channel flipping and that's when Vince brought his best, best product. It's when WCW were doing the best business. I'm well up for this battle. I think it's going to be a very interesting time. Yeah, see the... Although I don't care about AEW, what they're doing, if... As a result, it means that Triple H and Co are going to really go for it and give us excellent stories with excellent wrestling, some swerves along the way, swerves that make sense, obviously, uh, and just brings NXT back to the 2018 heyday. I know that's not everyone's favourite time, but it is mine. If they, if they go down that route, then I'll be more than happy. And if AEW keep firing back with great um, booking, great, great creative as long as Triple H does the same, I'm happy with it. Now, one of the things, another rumour that's come about from it, uh, that 205 Live is soon to be no longer. 
<laughs> I saw that on a, on a what culture video today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's bullshit. I think mm-hmm. WWE are trying to throw out as much product as they can to to. If they, I don't think you're expected to watch everything. They're just throwing out enough products out there that they'll grab the audience in some way. Um, I just I, I think it needs to move to to follow NXT. I've said it for such a long, long time. That SmackDown crowd is not the right crowd it's for two or five live. And then with the talks that you uh, SmackDown's going to three hours, or at least WWE are providing three hours worth of programming. I think. It, now's the time to, to shift 205 to NXT, film it at the same time, and you have a crowd who, who enjoys that kind of wrestling, and it'll just make for a better show. Because they could even follow the follow the, pro, the model that they have just now, where they film, they do NXT live on USA, and finishes at 10, or whenever it is, and they put on 205 after it. Mm-hmm. It's still live. Exactly. Are you a two or five watcher, Paul? I'm I'm not, unfortunately, just because I I don't I don't find time to fit it in. Uh-huh. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people say. Oh, you, you don't you don't, need to, you don't need to say unfortunately. It's fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, cruiserweights are not not my favourite thing anyway. I, I much prefer a heavyweight to a cruiserweight. So. Uh... Oh well, that's fair enough. So it's just you and me then, Darren, for the 205, loving? It certainly is. I still honestly think if you were to watch a, just an out-and-out wrestling product made by the WWE, you can't go wrong, than, wrong with 205. Mm-hmm. I think it's just outstanding in-ring action. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know by now that I am not a fan of rumours. It's just one of those ones, because of all the changes that are going on, SmackDown's going to Friday night's is it Friday's? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what does that mean for 205 Live? I think it's not even a want. I think it might, it would make sense for 205 to go to full sale. Mm-hmm. All you'd need to do is get in some purple spotlights and you're sorted. Uh, yeah. A quick ring change. I mean, the, they're experts at it anyway. And yeah, it'd be absolutely fine. They could set it up in the break. Mm-hmm. So you could literally go on live straight after. I'm just trying to think of what other... One of the things that I do like about it is, according to the news, it will stay in full sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they would talk about it becoming a, a travelling brand almost, weren't they? But, yeah, I think full sale's the best place for it. The crowd there are rabid for it. Uh, I think the crowd actually adds to the show a lot uh-huh. of the time with NXT. I mean, the full sale crowd are basically just a couple of hundred of... Hardcore smarks, but they do they do very much add to it. Yeah, I always look out, try and look out for the the granny, uh, and also the the big tall guy who always has a red face. Is that an, <laughs> is that an Everton top that he's wearing? He has done. Yeah, uh, he wear that before. Yeah, scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you hate him? Actually, I, I look out for him because he gets so invested and gets so passionate. Mm-hmm. I mean, weren't he, he were at the AEW show not long ago, weren't he, where he was living? Yeah. Was it Kip Sabian, his face he were in or something like that? I think so. Him. Did not spit on him? He kissed him. I think he kissed him, yeah. No, I think he okay. him, yeah. So saliva, yeah. saliva was transferred. 
uh, and Angel Garza left him hanging for a high five during the, the breakout yeah. tournament as well. Wow. Good. Good. <laughs> I I have a I have a I know the answer to this, but since we're talking about NXT kind of wanting to make a a big impact on a debut, what are the chances Tyler beats Walter at takeover and Walter goes to NA? I don't and I know he's always said he's never wanted to work in America. He's content. He wants to stay here, stay like in Germany, Austria, etc. But is there a chance anything like that happens? For a one shot, I would say probably would. But I've, the rumours I've heard is that he only signed a one year deal anyway, and really? he he may not be looking to re up. All right. It should be a shame because I think he's been brilliant on NXT UK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And was he not brought in primarily for training the Germans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, we were trying to get their uh, fingers into uh, WXW as well, weren't they? Because mm-hmm. it's very closely linked in there. Uh, but, yeah, I could see see him coming over every now and again, but he just does not want to make a permanent base in the US, so I can't see it being a permanent fixture. Yeah, I would much... As a as an NXT UK fan, I would much rather he just stays put. Mm-hmm. As would I. So just think, Ricky, we might have NXT UK as the network wrestling show. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Nah, um, I they're also <laughs> going to be announcing another takeover as well. Another NXT UK takeover. How do you mean? Well, you know, the, the Cardiff one's coming up a couple of weeks, another, mm-hmm. and we'll be announcing, I don't know when, but I saw the video um, where they were saying we want the fans to vote and tell us where they want the next NXT UK takeover to take place, so I don't know if that's going to happen before the end of the year, or maybe the turn of the year that we've done last, uh, earlier on this year in Blackpool. Um, what, there's a vo- fingers, cr- fingers crossed it's coming to Glasgow. Did you say there was a vote, a poll? Well, not so much a poll, but it was just like a video. Oh, we want you to tell us where you want it, kind of thing. As like, so it was not an actual proper official poll. Well, Stephen and John. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Burnley. Can I put the, the mechanics in Burnley? You can fit two hundred people in there easy. <laughs> it would be really weird to see a big graphic saying NXT UK take over Stevenage. <laughs> Are you, are you close to Cardiff at all, Paul? No, I'm not. Um, I, I live in England now. Um, so, uh, no, my, my, my parents live quite close to Cardiff. I'm showing my lack of geography. How close to Stevenage is Wales, if at all? Uh, not about, oh, well. about, about 150 miles, about that. That's quite a stretch. Yeah. And I, I, I've chosen to neglect um, NXT Cardiff to go to uh, New Japan, London New Japan. on the same day. I was qu- pleasantly surprised to see that NXT UK had sold out. There was a, a bit of backlash that they decided to run the show the same day as All Out, um, Ju- um, New Japan and a Wales rugby match in Cardiff as well. So, But they've sold out, so that's good news to hear. That's really good. I didn't know they sold out. Yeah, apparently getting hotels in Cardiff has been absolutely brutal. It's just been jam-packed. Yeah, match day. It's it's like 150 quid minimum. Yeah, even for like travel lodge. 
Can you imagine fork out 150 quid for a challenge? <laughs> You'd cry, wouldn't you? You'd absolutely one sachet cry. of coffee. <laughs> 150 quid for one sachet of coffee. I cry when it's 40 quid in that. And they've got those shitty wee thimbles of milk, dry, dried milk. Oh, oh dear. So I want to see because while the card at the takeover sold out, I think they're still trying to rally the troops for their tapings the next night. Maybe the lack of hotels is is a prop is causing that issue for people. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah, probably. So one of the things that I was wondering about this NXT moving to USA thing. Do you think there'll be obviously in, in terms of mainstream exposure but see when it comes to things like the will, will they keep doing takeovers or will they be included in bigger or more frequent takeovers or will they be in more pay-per-views brand splits because it's live it's not in a taping schedule anymore yeah again listening to the rumour mill um, apparently the 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 pay-per-views for NXT are not going to be called takeovers pretty soon so yeah it looks like this move is gonna gonna shake a lot of things up and again though it's all boils down to what ifs and and what will happen and we're just not going to know until these events happen Mm -hmm. uh I think it'll be a shame if they start doing monthly NXT uh, pay-per-views I think It'd be just just too much to watch, and you would have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, because yeah, you know it would be like. Remember last year when it was like a raw pay per view, and then two weeks later it was a SmackDown pay per view, and then, it, like you said, it's too much. I, I would, I would, I would rather have done the stuck to um, to the normal the current template. Um, I'm I'm okay though with a, a an NXT pay per view every single month, just as long as it's not merged onto the Raw and SmackDown one. Because to a too many people are going to miss out, and then b it's going to be longer. Um, you know, I don't really want to stay up for a four and a half hour pay per view every single month. Um, so I think I still think they're still going to be kind of their own separate entity though. Um, I don't think you're going to see many. Like so much crossover, I still think you'll probably get. I'm hoping though they still stick to the Saturday Sunday model as well. Um, yeah, it would be disappointing though if, if they kind of merged the pay per views together. Um, that would be too much, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna just gonna go beat for beat against AEW. I mean, I know it's we don't really want to be keep making the comparison, but AEW have said that they're going to be doing four to five big shows a year, which is exactly what NXT do now. So I, I don't see much point in changing that, if, especially if if this is who you're going to be competing against. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. Like again, it is all unknowns. I just, I mean. While I think Vince will have some sort of in- input, and it's still up in the air as to how much, do you, does it does it worry anyone if he does? Basically, because me, I'll, I'll let one of the guys start off with that. 
I'm, I'm not worried at all. Uh, I've said for a long, long time, Vince does his best work when he's worried. And if AEW has got him to the point where he's worried about it, we're going to see the, the Vince McMahon coming out all guns blazing. And I think it'll make for a better product. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Darren. Mm-hmm. I think I think he will get involved, and I think it will I think it will make for a slightly more commercial, a slightly more TV product. But I think he's clever enough to know to retain what makes NXT NXT because yep. he because he knows AEW are going to be doing a similar kind of thing. I think um, I, the yeah. the um, there's been many pictures and videos of him backstage in Gorilla at takeovers. So he has been there at the biggest shows that they have, and although he must have some sort of input on the night, even if it's just a, by the way, this is what I would recommend here. So I think he's already had input over time, maybe not as much as people fear. It's just, I think you're right in saying that he knows what AEW are all about, and he wants to keep that same that same sort of demographic going and make sure that we're catered to, basically. Because Raw and SmackDown, there is a different, it's more catered towards kids, and there is a demographic there. With regards to the product itself, I personally have been enjoying Raw. What's been happening on Raw and SmackDown a lot more over the last few weeks and months. There's a lot more stories that have engaged me. Some that I could just do without a thousand percent. Shane McMahon, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Uh, Ricky and I, were I talk- fucking hate you, man. I properly, properly hate him. Well, Ricky and I were talking about how boring Elias is earlier, and it just dawned on me that him having the twenty four seven title breaks my heart. It really does. <laughs> it's just, is I don't know. It's just something really dull about him. And you've had people like R Truth and Jake Maverick with that title giving it some real good entertainment, and then you've just got this guy who strums a guitar and. Is a, a bit late. He can't even fucking play the guitar. That was the that's the problem. That was always the worry for me with Elias. I think they they failed to strike when he was hot. They should have stuck a maybe an intercontinental title on him about nine months ago and really let him like show in the ring. Now he's just he's just like a, a bit of a musical attraction, and it's just they've really missed the ball. He's this year's Braun Strowman. I know I missed the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, I don't even know. I, I know there was a thing last week with him botching a move with Ricochet, but before that, I hadn't really seen him wrestle badly. So I'm not sure why he was used. wasn't used as a sort of wrestler. Mm. It's bizarre. So now that, that I don't think he's a bad wrestler. No, like, I, don't, I don't think he is. I just don't, like. I'm not saying he's like this great, great wrestler. He's he's, just, he's fine in the ring. Mm-hmm. I think they just realised he was entertaining on the mark, and they've just milked it for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think he's very interesting beyond the mic. Beyond, <laughs> That's it, beyond, yeah. beyond the sitting on a stool and playing a song to make the crowd laugh, I, I, I don't think there's much to him beyond that. Because his stick is slagging off the home, the town that he's in. They must have been round all the major cities that they go to as part of their wrestling calendar. So what else has he got left to say? <laughs> you think he's got one of those um, maps that you can scratch off when you've been to the city? <laughs> completely scratched now. Uh-huh. So, is there any? Let's be. Hard. Sorry, going back to your 
Vince, am I worried about Vince getting involved? Um, yes and no. Um, yes, because I don't want NXT to change, but that is whether Vince is involved or not, it's changing. Just because, mm-hmm. like you say, they're going on to a live TV, it's going to be, you know, it's going to come across more like a TV show. Um, and no, because, look, I think far too many people now um, like to shit on Vince, and rightfully so at times, but at the, in the same, at the same time, we won't give credit for Vince, like me and Clive, we've said for a long time, if you think Becky Lynch done all this on her own and got over it all on her own, and Vince had no input, you're you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince, I'm not saying would have been at the forefront of it or anything like that, but you can guarantee that he would have been he would have been heavily involved in that, along with a number of other things as well. So let's say we we kind of don't want to give Vince his credit when he when he when he deserves it because we don't think he's capable of that anymore. But at the same time, I am still worried, but am I worried about Vince or am I more worried about the fact that on their own live TV and it's now going to change in that aspect? A bit of both, but at the same time, as I said earlier, I think Vince is just still going to be kind of looming in the background, just kind of overseeing one or two things. I still think it will be Triple H's show to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get, like, and I'm still looking forward to it because, um, like he says, we, we may now get to see the Keith Lee's and the Kushas and etc etc featuring more and I said it earlier on um, I'm, ju- I'm just looking forward to it now um, in terms of like I said I don't care about the ratings etc I'm just wanting to watch some good wrestling and if they're both forcing each other both companies are forcing each other to produce good shows it's a thumbs up for me um, I know we don't really ever talk about AEW on this podcast but there's certain guys over there that I like for instance I love Dan Bros and I, I love Moxley I love to watch him in the G1 I'll watch all his stuff. Um, I love watching Kenny Omega in the ring. <laughs> That's really about it. <laughs> I'm not. I I I'm not one of these guys that are on the end of Cody's. You know what? Like yeah, well done. You got yourself over. But you, let's be honest, you are kind of shit in the fucking ring. Um, and you know now all of a sudden the perfect ten is a super heel that I, no I don't I don't buy that either. Um, I the bucks are, are great. Uh, so I said I, there's enough in that in that company that's going to get me to watch anyway. And, you know, like let's just enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I think it's going to be two two very good shows. One of the things I like about it is I don't think there's going to be as much pressure. So, see, over the last couple of years, there's been quite a number of promotion, quote-unquote promotions of wrestlers to the main roster where they eventually end up not getting used as much and people are quite impatient and it doesn't work out for them. I don't think there's going to be that stigma anymore because it, if, if they are involved in some sort of superstar shake-up, it's just going to be, it will be a sideways move now because they all have that same mainstream appeal, that mainstream attraction. And likewise, I don't think it would be seen as an embarrassment on the surface for someone to move over to NXT from Raw or SmackDown as well. So from that side of things, I think it's a bonus. But Paul, you'd mentioned at the start that it's a great great thing for NXT in general. And I think what what we're missing in all of this is I've seen tweets from Regal, I've seen tweets from, uh, what's his real name? A-Train, what's his name again? 
Matt Blue. Thank you. Lord Tensai himself. Um, <laughs> and Fistlers, they are over the moon with this news. And quite rightly so, because they've been wanting... They came into NXT to develop the cup to become a sort of main event star and they're going to have that opportunity given to them a lot better now with that mainstream exposure. So it's a win-win for the, the guys in Full Sail in the Performance Centre, so that should be taken into account. And um, happy wrestlers with probably fatter wallets as well. Yeah. Paul, before you say it, I just want to say something else about Clive, just about people tweeting out. And it feels like I'm ranting about certain things, but when you see people saying shit like, well, for instance, I'm looking at Joey Ryan, the reason I've not signed with a company is because I don't want to be told what to tweet. Right, well, remember when everyone used to come out and say, like, Nakamura came out singing praises of Roman Reigns and a lot of other people were saying stuff, and everyone came out saying, look at that, they're doing everything, they got Roman out, Roman over, and then when Roman was diagnosed with cancer, then all these stories started coming out, and then people kind of realised, oh, wait, the company wasn't telling people to send out bullshit tweets. So mm-hmm. maybe, just maybe, the company didn't tell people to send out these tweets, and people are actually doing it off their own back. Um, sorry, yeah, but... On you go, Paul. I just wanted to say that because that kind of that stuff just pisses me off. Because some people just want to say shit for the sake of saying shit and just try to <laughs> feel like they, they're in the know when in reality you don't know anything. Nobody's yeah. in the know. I think people people seem to want want to refuse to believe that all these people who work for WWE actually get along and like working for the company, <laughs> like, like working for Vince McMahon and. Us all at home. How can you possibly like working for Vince McMahon? Well, they, were, they obviously do. So, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like, and like, like you said, like you said, I think a, a lot of things they are they do do of their own accord, and they do get in, probably do get input on their own creative. You can see with Bray Wyatt, he apparently he's a massive input on on his own creative. Mm-hmm. So, a case of if Vince thinks you've got a good creative mind, he'll trust you. Yeah, I kind of going back to the whole Dean Ambrose thing before. Clearly, he didn't trust Dean Ambrose to and his creative mind. Yeah. Other people, he does. He's got his favourites, and you can see who those favourites are when it comes to who's at the top. And some of the some of the main stars, like Roman Reigns, doesn't strike me as someone who has a lot of creative input into his character. But he is quite. I don't want to say boring, but he is quite basic. He's not bursting with character or anything like that. But you Bland. do have... What's that? Bland. Possibly. I, I feel like I don't want to say that because I'm really enjoying this whodunit that's going on just now with who attacked Roman Reigns. <laughs> so, but apart from that... But I think I think you see certain at certain times, just certain some, some of the times they say something, you can see the actual Roman Reigns coming through. Like, yeah, for 99% of time when he's saying stuff it's like because he's been told to say it but in certain times when he delivers something or how he approaches something you can kind of see oh well that's that's actually how he might want to come across that's like how he would have his character kind of thing but uh, like I said Rome, you would you would probably assume that Roman could if he wanted to turn around and veto everything and say no I'm not doing that I'm not doing that this is what I want to do like he's got he would imagine he's got that much power yeah, but he's just the kind of guy who's alright well you've handed me a script and I'll kind of do the best I can with this and he said himself on Jericho's podcast, I'm just, I'm hired by someone to be the actor and I'm just reading their script. 
and that's what a lot of people don't seem to realise. It is it is a TV programme. It's written as a TV programme, and it, they are just actors at yeah. the end of the day. Actor can <laughs> jump about the place. Can you imagine someone walking up to Quentin Tarantino saying, no, fuck this, I'm not doing this with you. Okay, right, fine, I'll go with someone else to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to go jump on your um, Vince McMahon defensive bandwagon as well. Um, please do, like please I, do. I, lo- I love it when people defend Vince McMahon because I'm, I'm not... You don't defend. even know who Vince McMahon <laughs> is. <laughs> That's a spoiler for an upcoming Badlands episode when somebody in this conversation totally forgot who Vince McMahon was. <laughs> Someone else in this conversation was lucky enough to, to hear this this um, segment, and I was <laughs> baffled, just baffled at what was happening. <laughs> I think it's been shared around the world <laughs> at this point, thanks to Darren. Um, but yeah, I, I think Vince McMahon deserves enormous credit because I think he's, for a long time now, acknowledged that Raw and SmackDown isn't everyone's cup of tea. And he never gets the credit that he he has provided NXT and he has provided 205 Live mm-hmm. and he provided the May Young Classic and the Cruiserweight Classic and just this whole spectrum of products for fans to enjoy. Oh, but that was Triple H. That wasn't Vince McMahon, obviously. Oh, yeah, Triple H did all that. Um, you know, all of his course. <laughs> well, while Vince was on holiday. Yeah. Came back and everything was just in place. He was invited to the White House I, for the high tea. I, yeah. I agree completely. Like, I will openly. I'm not one of these guys. What you want to call? If you want to the FDS, if you want to call us or whatever, I will openly shit on certain things about it. But I like to think me and Clive kind of go in and be like, "Well, we're half full, kind of guys. The glass is half full. Um, there's a, there's enough people who are going to shit on it. I'll just try. We'll try and keep it positive as we can. But at certain times, no matter what, like whether it's Vince or whoever is involved, they have to get shit on. But like I say, when when things are good. It's always going to be someone else that gets the credit, and not Vince. And I think that's where it comes, and it's a bit unfair. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And when things are good, there's still always oh, Shinsuke Nakamura is not getting pushed to the top. So people are always will still focus on the shit bit rather than yeah. the really good bit. Uh-huh. But that speaks more about them as as wrestling fans than the actual product, though. That's yep. that's what worries me at the moment with um, NXT going forward because all of a sudden. Uh, the general online, the IWC consensus is that NXT is shit these days. That has been fueled by a, clo- a small circle of influencers online, and that's that small circle of influencers. Sorry, that group of IWC people. That is the demographic for both AEW and NXT. So people are having their minds influenced. Their minds are made up already. Oh, NXT is going to two hours. That means that Vince is definitely going to take over and he's going to bring all his shit bad habits with him. When AEW is going to be excellent, when they've done a handful of shows which have already been under sort of criti- some harsh critique from people. But it's just their minds. And I think that's not fair. But to look at a positive way on when it got NXT go to two hours. Whether Vince is involved or not, we'll say Vince isn't right. We understand it's still going to be kind of more of a TV type program, but you've still got two of the very, very best minds in the business running it in Triple H and William Regal. Mm-hmm. Like bottom line, it, like they are two of the greatest minds. So, and then you've got guys like um, 
uh, A-Train, etc. And you have a number of other people in the background, Shawn Michaels, etc. So you've got some of the absolute very best minds still running it. So, yeah, man, look forward to it. Look forward to it. Like I said, as, lo- as long as, as long as, like, people in Spotlight and, and more people in, and we get to see some of these people have not been seen, I don't, I don't think they'll go out and sign so many people now from independence because they're all kind of being AEW are getting them, WWE getting them. I think what you might now see is guys who are on Raw and SmackDown who are not being utilised now moving over to NXT full time, like um, like Prince Pretty done. So and we might see a few more. Mm-hmm. So to to bring this discussion to a close, we'll have a wee bit of fun, and as we probably think change will happen. I want you to have a wee think of what change you would like to see. One one thing that you don't like about NXT going forward that you want to see gone, and I'll start because this has annoyed me for so long. You've got people like Kona Reeves coming out and Aaliyah, and their entrances are as long, if not longer, than Undertaker's. <laughs> it is like 10, 15 feet long, and it takes forever to go through their whole music, and it's just taken up a lot of time that's not required. Does anyone else feel the, as passionately about this as I do? <laughs> I, I feel passionately about Corner Reeves. I think he's an absolute gash wrestler. <laughs> I, I just do not, I do not like him one little bit. His look is horrible. His teeth are like a broken fence. He's just. <laughs> I just don't like him. I don't think he's a good wrestler. Uh, one thing I would like to change about NXT, I'd like for the... the um, I don't like the placing of, of the commentator like, section. I'd like it to be ringside, I think. Uh, I've never liked it away from the ringside. I've always wanted yeah, no. it right in amongst the action. Yeah, exactly. Paul, have you got any anything off the top of your head? Yeah, but you put me on the spot, yeah. Because in, in, in terms of in terms of the product and kind of how it's presented, it it is near enough perfect to kind of how how you'd want a wrestling show to look. I've 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 always said that one of my major problems with Raw and SmackDown and how it's presented is it's it's too bright and it's too flashy. It needs to be stripped back a bit and look like Raw used to look in in the Attitude Era, as, as they say. Where there's not so much lights and you haven't got video screens all over the place. Um, I love that about NXT, and I, I, I worry that will change even mm. kind of claustrophobic feel of yeah. a of a wrestling show. Raw and SmackDown just look too clean. See, yeah, clean and a little bit childish, and a little just and, and as a result of that, just a little bit kind of unauthentic. You, you want to believe that for, for while you're watching it, they're, they're fighting for real, don't you? Uh-huh. And mm. I think all that kind of packaging takes away from that see that's last week talking about SummerSlam I voiced my sort of mehness for the Bray Wyatt entrance because I think one of the things you think you've touched on it there it was very dark and atmospheric you had the lantern with the Bray Wyatt's head the fireflies and it's a real dark atmosphere and environment and then the music stops and the lights come up and it's it's almost it almost hurts your eyes. That's it's like a sudden turn on of the lights in the middle of the night, and it's just oh right, I'm back to a wrestling arena. I'm not in the the depths of hell anymore. It's just a bit jarring. Yeah, and you remember like with Kane and Mankind. So Kane would have the deep red lights, and Mankind the arena would be darkened, and it, 
like like you said, there wasn't that that much of a massive gap between mm-hmm. kind of the light they were wrestling in and the normal light anyway. Yeah. It wasn't such a harsh difference. And with with Undertaker, he he had his dimmer switch and his jacket <laughs> as the lights <laughs> gradually came up, so it kind of worked with him. It's just I think maybe that took it took me out of what happened with the Bray Wyatt entrance last week. And Ricky, I still to go back and listen to the the song in full, so. I'll let you know my official opinion on it at some point in the next few months. I don't understand how you don't like it. I just anyway. Um, no, the actual song. <laughs> uh, the song. I don't know. It's a it's a slow burner. You don't like the Brits' new new music? I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Can I make a confession? He's not actually listened to it. He's no, not listened. I wasn't much of a fan of the original music either. Oh, that's a hot take. Yeah. I think it really sets him apart from like the 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 rocky music that you'll get with some of like the the other. I really think it fits his character really, really well. Listen, if it's not the Ascension's music, I am not interested. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Ascension, Shayna Baszler. And that is a banger. Shayna Baszler's music is a banger. Uh, and yeah, I like- did you see today that CFO Dollar, if that's what they're called, have, uh, their their arrangement with WWE's ended? Really? Which I think is a massive blow. Oh, bring back Jim Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag started for that one. Yeah. Jim Johnston's just doing see remixes of his old songs now. He, I think he's just been allowed to. St- rent out a, a little office in WWE headquarters with all his master tapes and he just remixes old like and he's up he calls it uncaged and I think he's up to like uncaged nine now and it's like the theme yeah, tune yeah. from in your house eight remixed <laughs> <laughs> genuinely beware, look, beware look of it, dog <laughs> that sounds that sounds like the, a music teacher of a, a high school has been there for so many years, but he refuses to retire, and they've just locked him away in the, next to the janitor's room to, to let him make exactly. mixtapes. <laughs> exactly that. Uh, Ricky, do you have anything you would change about NXT going forward? I see. I kind of agree with Paul that it's is is as close to perfection as you can get in terms of like just the way it's produced and everything they do. Um, now. Obviously, when you talk about booking and creative and all that nonsense, that's different. But just the way it's presented, I think it's it is more or less flawless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I would I would agree with having the commentators ringside. Though, like I, that's where they always should be. Mm-hmm. And more Slipknot songs as well. Just have it. Let everyone have a not song as their entrance. <laughs> uh, unless anyone else has got anything to add about NXT's move. Will we move on to the final segment of the show? Some good old quiz time. I'm surprised. I've got a something. It's not NXT related, but I'm surprised you haven't brought it up, Clav. Uh, these tweets from Kalisto and Grand Metalik. I saw that. I saw Kalisto's. I didn't know it was Grand Metalik. I think I had. Did a... you see? Did you see Braun's reply to him though? What? No, I haven't. No, heard so. That. To Kalisto, he, I can't remember what, what Kalisto exactly said, like he's leaving or whatever. It said Bron, 10 months, 10 yeah, months, dot, dot, dot. Bron, Bron replies in hashtag adios. 
<laughs> wow, that's brutal. <laughs> See, for some reason, I thought the other person was Zach Gibson, but now that I think about it, I think that was a dream that I had last night. What? Zach Gibson said 10 months, dot, dot, dot. No, I, I had a dream that there was two. I saw somewhere that two people had said revealing things about their future with the company. And I knew yeah, that Kalisto was one of them, but then I just dreamt that Zach Gibson was the other. Well, I, I think I'm 99 percent sure it was Grand Metal League. He, he basically said, "Yeah, the same, same for him as well." Oh well, I'm not going. To, I know there's um, families to feed, but well, well, okay. Ah, fuck them, fuck them. No more lucha things. If I need to see, Rance will, Rance will be happy. If I need to see one more meaningless Lucha House Party match, then I don't know what I'll do. Nothing. See, before we move on to the final segment of the show, uh-huh. my final thought about it is fucking bring it on. Let's just watch some great, great wrestling. Agreed. That's all I care about. I yeah. just want to see some great wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'll just leave a wee pause here for the, the quiz time music. It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. And we'll move on to the quiz now. Paul, if you're not familiar with this, basically we have a quiz. Uh, ten, usually ten questions that are based around a certain topic. This week, Ricky is the quiz master, and we each have our own buzzers. So my buzzer is, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Uh, Darren, yours is? I am even thought of a buzzer yet. Uh, let's go with my old favourite, I did it for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, do you have anything? It's basically, it can be like a catchphrase of a wrestler, or just, what? you can even scream if you want, it's up to you. <laughs> Well, just, just, just for Darren's benefit, because uh, it'll annoy him as I win this quiz. I'm going to go for woo. I knew. I uh, fucking hundred percent knew. <laughs> to let Paul know, the reason why we do this quiz is me and Clive. We used to work together, and on the train home, like every other day when we go to train home together, one of us would just randomly prepare a quiz for the other one for no reason and, at uh, all. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Paul, because we probably don't want to talk to each other on the quiz. We just do it on a train ride home, so oh, fuck it, we'll just do a quiz. Weren't there, but, were there not football questions as well? Like, um, there was all sorts of random stuff. Like, who did um, Ian Holloway vote for in the Brexit vote? <laughs> did uh, did Ian Holloway vote for Brexit? Um, well, I suppose it I suppose was, the weather isn't so interesting out there, is it? Oh, it's raining, raining. So that's how we then decided one day as we were on a train, if we were to do a podcast, we always need to do the quiz. And we've done it every single episode. Um, well, we love uh, a quiz on Five Nerds Go, so I, I feel at home. Excellent. So this is going to be a NXT and an NXT UK related um, quiz. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he watches neither. <laughs> oh, dear. For the next time you're on, we'll do a, a heavyweight wrestler quiz for you. <laughs> Question number one. The Undisputed Era defeated who to win their first ever NXT tag titles? Oh. Woo! <laughs> that sounds funny out of context, actually. <laughs> was it Pete Brickstone? Strong? It was not. 
Oh, wow. I can't believe I don't... I've not even got any inkling at all. I'm, I'm just going to really guess here. I, I did it for the rock, and I know it's not right, but I'm saying it anyway. TM61. Same correct. So it's left to me. Jesus. Oh, uh, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Okay. Incorrect. <sighs> so I will give you a clue and who you can buzz in whoever gets it right. So two, two out of this group of four are still on the main roster and the other two have gone NXT or NXT. I did it, I did it for The Rock. Yep. Is it Sanity? Correct. So it is. That was a January takeover, was it not? I don't know if it was a takeover. I think it was a normal episode of NXT. Right. Um, question number two. Which members of Sanity was it they beat? I did it for The Rock. Yep. Young and Wolf. Correct. Ah. Oh. Uh, oh, it's true. It's damn true. Yep. Alex Wolf and Killian Dane. It's incorrect. Jesus, well, there's only one other option, is there not? <laughs> Go on, Paul. Get that point. Get that one point. <laughs> 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 Your participation Killian, Award. Killian Dane and Eric Young? Yes. Yes. Still struggled. <laughs> I, I was waiting on to see Nicky Cross in someone. <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't buzz in because I was going to go it wrong because I forgot Killian Dane's name, so I didn't buzz. <laughs> right, question number Pete Dunne defeated who to become the number one contender for the UK title? Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Uh, Mark Andrews? That's incorrect. I did it for... Yep. Flash Morgan Webster. Incorrect. Just give me a second, give me a second, let me think. Uh, Googling NXT UK stars? I feel like I know it, but... uh, Woo! (laughs) Yeah, I've forgotten his name again. <laughs> the one everyone says is Mini Finn Balor. Oh, what's his name? Jordan Devlin. Joe's Jordan Devlin. Same correct. Can I just say before we continue, I am cementing my opinion that Finn Balor, a, a, in, a, um, in contrast to the chance that you usually hear, Finn Balor is a shit Jordan Devlin. Anyway, continue. I've said that Jordan Devlin is better than Finn Balor. Yep. It's, it's not my opinion. I just forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I'll give you a clue. He is... Uh, he's currently on NXT UK product and he is 
ex NXT tag champion. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Trent Seven. Right. A point apiece. Question number four. Now, you can all give me an answer, right? Because I, I would give you a choice, but I'm not going to. How many total different reigns of the NXT tag titles has there been? Darren, I feel as if this question was asked in the, the quizzes you were on, the quiz episode. Was it? I will never remember that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wing it again. Uh, <laughs> I did it for the Rock. I'll go with eleven. Clive and Paul just gonna have a guess as well, and I'll Ooh. give it the closest. How many? Eight. Rock. Uh, Clive. Oh, I did it for the Rock, and I'm going to go with seventeen. Clive was the closest. The actual answer is eighteen. Oh. So Clive's a point. Question number five. The first episode of NXT UK took place in which city or town? I don't, know if, I don't even know if it's a city. Plymouth. It's incorrect. I did it for the rock. Yep. Coventry. It's incorrect. Paul, I thought you were going to say Stevenage there. <laughs> <laughs> That's next year. You need to prove your metal before you play Stevenage. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Right, it was somewhere in the, the, the home counties, I'm sure. Somewhere down south. First ever episode. Oh, oh, <coughs> uh, oh it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Birmingham? I know that's not all the way down south, but... Oh, that's incorrect. It was further south in Birmingham and Coventry. Um, so your final clue would be one of the most famous universities is located in this town. I did it for the rock. Yep. Cambridge. Correct. No okay, dog. Question number six. How many tag teams have won the tag team titles on NXT and have gone on to win the tag titles on the main roster? Whether it be a Raw or a Smackdown. Are you taking all of our answers again? Um, why not? Okay, I th- think th- I'm going two. I think two. I wanted two, so I'm going to go three. Try Give me a wee moment. I think one. Paul gets it. The actual, actual answer is four. So you've got the revival, right? Oh, no. Stop, 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 stop. Question number seven. Can you name them all? <laughs> so we're actually all on two points apiece. Okay. Can you name them all? I did it for the rock. Yep. The Revival. Uh, AOP. God, that's right. The Ascension. Oh. Oh, I 
I ain't even got another one. It's lo- I've lost it. I can't. I ain't got another one. Sorry. Anyone else? Woo! <laughs> oh, that makes me giggle all the time. <laughs> American Alpha. Oh, there it is. Who are the other three? Oh, um, AOP, Ascension, and uh, and the uh, Revival. It's incorrect. Oh, Clive. Right. So, oh, it's true. It's damn true. You have American Alpha. Mm-hmm. You have AOP. Mm-hmm. You have Revival. Mm-hmm. Now, who has come up as a unit? It's a team. Oh, oh, I think I know the answer. Is it the Iconics? No. Thank <laughs> Wow. That was probably. I was like, wait. Oh, they, they didn't win anything in the NXT, did they? And there is no NXT women's tag titles either. Well, that's the first change I would make to the, the move to USA. <laughs> Just so I can retrospectively win that point. So you've got, you've all got three, there's three, so it's American Alpha, Revival and the Offers of Pain. The final one. Woo! <laughs> Oh, okay. I was going to get a clue, but go on. Oh, I'll wait for the clue. Oh, no, can I? No, I'll go. No, I'll wait yep. for the clue. Um, They're throwing the rule book out the window, are you? <laughs> I'm not bringing you on this show again, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the members was not actually part of the group in NXT when they won the titles on the main roster. Woo! Yep. Fashion Police. Nope. Uh, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. I'm going to say Seth and Dean. Did they win it in NXT? Oh, I keep forgetting that they have to be champions in NXT as well, okay? Surely that would just be well, they sold it, no. champions. Oh, oh, it's true, it's damn true. No, it's all down to Darren, I said. Oh, right. Do you want me to give you a, my answer, Darren, and you can tie with that one? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I'm going to... So it's a, it's a trio now, or it has been a trio, because one of them wasn't a member. I'm going to go with the Lucha House Party, but they were called... Weren't they called something else? Lucha, Lucha the Dragons. Lucha Dragons. That's- Incorrect. I'll go if you give you one final clue, right? That would have been my answer as well, Darren. So, so your clue will start in three, two, one. Woo! <laughs> yep. Um. Ah. Uh, have we got no um, name again? Braun and um, Harper. You don't need to name the individuals. Just the team. Oh, the White family. Correct. It was when he it with Luke Harper. Technically, the Bludgeon Brothers were White and ha- uh, Rowan. Rowan. Uh, f- Harper. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that wrong on every level, but I've got the point somehow. <laughs> That's not like you. It's true. I forgot about the Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers were tagged tramps. 
And weren't they the tag tramps on NXT? Were they? Either way, Paul still got the point. For the, so that's fine. I, I completely messed that question up, actually. Right, anyway, let's move on. I saw that in your face, aye. <laughs> uh, sure, I forgot about the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, name the teams who competed in the first NXT War Games matchup. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yep. Roderick Strong and AOP. Undisputed Era, minus Roderick Strong. And Sanity, minus Nicky Cross. Right. So it's currently Clive 3, Paul 3, Darren 2. Shock. Oh, it's get Darren, if you get this, it goes down to the final, the final furlong. Yeah, there's 11 questions today. <laughs> <laughs> How many ex-teams have gone on to win a world title on the main roster? The ex-NXT champions have gone on to win the world title on the main roster. I did it for The Rock. Yep. Two. It's incorrect. Can I ask for a clarification? Yep. Are we talking women as well? No, sorry. Uh, men only. Sorry. Okay, okay. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Yep. Three. Correct. Is the next question name them? Not anymore, it's not. <laughs> uh, can I say them then? Yeah, go on. Owens, Rollins and Balor. Owens. Correct. Owens. Tuck, tuck, I didn't um. get Balor, I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the final one. Let me see. So this is going to be worth five points just to keep everyone kind of in with a chance of winning. Okay. Here we go. In order. Oh, from first <laughs> to now, name every. NXT women's title reign. Oh, for God's From sake. Beginning to now. You do realise we're, we're doing double duty and we're recording another episode podcast tonight, no, don't you? This won't take very long if you think about it. In order. That question's so hard it should have been the final question. I quiz. should have kept that for the quiz. Aye, the final question of the quiz. All, all. No, I'll cut another one, don't worry. I mean, I've not even begun to think about it. I can't, I'm refusing to. I did it for the wrong way. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to knack up on first one. I'm going to go Charlotte, Sasha, Bill. There we go, thank God for that. I'll have a go. Woo! <laughs> Paige. Oh, I forget that old broken next been in, in the NXT. <laughs> Paige. That... Charlotte. Paige, Charlotte. Um, Bailey. Is that correct? Okay. <sighs> oh, it's true. It's damn true. Uh, and I'll give myself a bonus five points for adding in something. So, Paige, vacant. Please don't. Yeah, I don't need to know it was vacant. Okay, fair enough. I'll leave the vacants out. Uh, Paige, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Asuka, Ember Moon, 
Shana. What? Ember Moon? Yeah, Ember Moon, Shana, yep. Kyrie Sane, Shana. Correct. Oh, you danced wow, You deserved it for that. I forgot that Ember Moon won it. That's the other time it was vacant. Yeah, because Asuka dropped it. Well played, you deserve the five points for that. I would, I would be humble, but I bloody well did. <laughs> um, so that concludes the quiz, and that concludes this week's episode. Paul, thank you for coming on to make your Ricky and Clive day. I enjoyed it, and it was, it was, I'm, I'm just glad I've uh, kind of exposed you to to a Welsh person at last. Yes. <laughs> um, bef- before we started recording, I confessed that I'm pretty sure I've not met a Welshman until tonight. So. That's uh, the shock reveal for you all. Uh, my bit for society. Yes. Um, as as a a present from me to you for that, would you f- feel free to plug all your stuff that you do? Okay. Well, I, I always I leave bad lands to Darren because he's, he's a lot better at plugging stuff than me. Um, I'm also I also appear on Five Nerds Go, um, which is a podcast pretty much about nothing now. It started out as a podcast about wrestling, but now we just meet up in- intermittently and chat and record it and put it out, and some people seem to like it. Um, you can follow us at Five Nerds Go. Um, we're on iTunes, we're on Acast, and we're on SoundCloud. Um, and you can follow me at Raincounter on Twitter. Um, and obviously, you can find me on Badlands with Darren, who will do a, a fine job now of promoting that. Uh, that's a stretch. On you go then, Do you want me it? to go straight away into that? Okay, then. Right, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at DJ Kurt. They're usually in some sort of argument. Uh, you can follow either of my shows. I've got Why We Watch, where I talk to content creators and fans about their wrestling fandom and their history. I have a UFC podcast that nobody listening to this show will ever, ever listen to, uh, called Five Rounds. And I have a, a little show called Badlands, which I, I drag Paul along with me every every now and again when he can be bothered to turn up. We talk about the Mount Rushmore's of wrestling, uh, but not just the normal Mount Rushmore of goat wrestlers. We talk about different topics every week. Uh, we even sometimes do unchiseled episodes, so listen out for that in the very, very near future. But I've also got something else I would like to push. Uh, this weekend... Uh, the 24th, uh, us guys over at Brain Buster doing a, a charity stream on Twitch, uh, eight hours non-stop stream where we're just going to be doing like versions of, of our shows. Uh, basically, we, you know, uh, the Super Kick Foundation and the ASPCA, so for basically hashtag for vets and pets. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be obliged if people would would stop by and, and check us out and maybe donate a few shekels here and there. Excellent, that's good. Thanks for letting us know about that one. Um, if, if anyone's heard the outtakes that Darren's so kindly shared around the uh, the wrestling community of me trying to do stuff live, then it's going to be worth a watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be brutal. Ricky, have you got anything? Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, I'll do. I'll leave, I'll leave a plug into you. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, alongside other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, Grown Men Watch This Shit, 
Darren's Chop Shop and Get In The Ring and All Things Elite. Please leave a nice big five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. If you go to socialsuplex.com, you can find those podcasts and the columns that we write. If you press the subscribe button, they'll go straight into your email inbox. The Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group is where you will find us all. Please go to powerslam.tv where you can put in the promo code Social Suplex and get over three, over 4,000 hours of independent wrestling from around the world free for a month. And go to the Social Suplex page for the ProWrestlingTees.net where you can clad yourself in some lovely clobber with our podcast logos on them. We are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and I have some breaking news for one and all. Uh, my so- <laughs> my sources have told me that the what's his face? You don't even know your own joke. <laughs> the, Jordan Devlin. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon. Killian dead. Kenny. Kenny Omega. Uh, they're doing they're, on AEW going forward. This is going to be a heel turn for him. And he's going to be a very right-wing, pro-Trump wrestler with really controversial views, and his name will be Kenny Omega. That's, that's god-awful. Sorry about that, folks. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll speak to you next week. Night-night. Take care, folks. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.